Welcome, Place to Be Nation Pop Experience, to the first episode of Play While You Listen. This podcast will be covering the biggest news in video games and the, and the monthly releases. My name is Scott Shifflett, and, and uh, my guest host on this maiden voyage is the one and only Matt Souza. Matt, how are you doing today, buddy? Shiff, uh, good to be here. It is an honor and a privilege to be on the first episode of Play While You Listen. I was uh, very glad to see you uh, starting this show because I know you're very passionate about video games, so uh, it's awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad for being on. You're you're another gamer as well. I don't think there's too many actually in you know our little place to be nation sphere because like we've talked about video games and it's like met with like silence like WCW in the early like like in like 1991 and like you know I, I know the Callum and uh, I know Jake's a, a gamer as well. Um, mm-hmm. But but before we jump into the pod, I, I figured I'd just go over my history of video games. I uh, started off with like a Sega Genesis, which the only reason why I played it is because my mom's boyfriend at the time had it. And when they mm-hmm. broke up, he took the Sega Genesis with him. Um, a Super Nintendo, which my stepdad, uh, when they my parents started dating, obviously, and he became my stepdad. And then I got a PlayStation uh, 1, a PlayStation 2. My little brother got a Game Boy. Me and him would uh, overwrite each other's Pokemon save files. <laughs> dumb um i won an xbox 360 in high school huh. uh, so when xbox came out they had this thing called uh every 10 minutes with mountain dew mm-hmm. so like uh do you remember like because they, they used to be the thing where the caps were like the code was on the cap and go to the website right yeah. so like my buddy uh ozzy w- was drinking pep he drinks pepsi daily to this day I don't, I don't know how he does it but i'm proud of you buddy but um, he was like, look at these codes. And I was like, all right, well, shit, I drank some soda as well because they used to sell at the school vending machines. So I got it. And like you could choose like they were giving away an Xbox 360 every 10 minutes for like a month. Mm-hmm. I chose like 240 in the morning on a Tuesday. <laughs> and then um, I forgot about it. And then I got an email saying that I had one. And I was like 15 at the time, and I was like, I don't know if this is real or not. So like, I called my mom freaking out, and I was like, I just want an Xbox 360. This is all. She's like, it may be a scam. Let me take a look when you get home. It wasn't a scam, but uh, those 360s, as you remember, Sousa, uh, were real horrible at the start. Um, oh, yeah. The red ring of death I had. I had some type of weird memory issue. They said they were going to set they said they were going to send me Madden with the game. They didn't send me Madden till like three months later. <laughs> um, I had some weird game I was playing. And finally, I got frustrated and sold it to my buddy for $250 because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm done playing video games. I don't need that. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I then ended up going to college and my buddy, had my roommate Bryson had a PS2. And then I bought, bought a Xbox 360 from someone at college who was rich. And <laughs> his had like some weird memory issue. Speaking of memory issues with Xbox, there you go. And instead of like waiting, he was like, I was like, can I buy it from you? And you send it in because it was still on warranty. But he was like, yeah, I'm just going to buy a new one now. So I got his Xbox. Jesus. Yeah, it was like, it's the first time I met people with like, fuck you money. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> um, and then uh, when I moved to Nashville, actually, because uh, video game, like I said, video games are big and it's um, big with my friend group, especially my friend group back home. We started a PS3 NCAA Dynasty. So I bought a PS3 when I moved. Mm-hmm. I was telling everyone it's for a, the Blu-ray player, quote-unquote. Yeah. Uh, then I bought a PS4 and then a PS5. And I have like a Switch that is just both basically my Pokemon and Tetris machine. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Um, and just a little bit more background. 
current games I'm playing now is Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I'm playing that. I'm, I've loved that game. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. And since uh, 2014, I've been playing this little game called Destiny, and it has consumed my life. Um, <laughs> I bought all the expansions. I have one and two. I get all the collector's edition expansions. It, it, it's just absurd. I'm literally taking days off of work. So I, when the new expansion comes out, next, um, by the time listeners have already heard this, it will already be out. So I'll, that's where I'll be. So enough about myself. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell me about your video game history? So uh, a lot of it is very similar to you as far as like the consoles I had. So had a Sega Genesis in the house growing up. That was my dad's. It was in, you know, it was in the living room. So that was kind of a pain in the ass, but it was his. So it made sense. Uh, never had a Super Nintendo growing up. That was the one probably the most glaring omission is I never had one of those growing up. I've gone back and I've played a lot of those games, but never had it uh, when I was a kid. Uh, got a play- I had two uh, PlayStation 1s. I had one at my parents' house, and then my grandparents got me one oh, when, I used to, when I used to go to her house. So, uh, yes, very smart on their part. So I had two PlayStation 1s. Uh, and that was my uh, the PlayStation 1 that was at my parents' house was my dad's, too. So that was in the living room. So the first console that was technically mine was a PS2. And uh, that uh, is probably to this day still my favorite console ever. And it's it's way up there for me. Just a lot of my memories growing up uh, come from playing game, playing you know whatever on PS2. And uh, moved on to a 360. Uh, didn't never I never got the Red Ring of Death. Oh with, with wow! The 360 never got I I don't know. So I had a special edition 360. It was uh, it was like the old style. But it was like a darker color. It was like a black almost. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I remember I th- that. I think it was like the old Elite 360 or something like that. And I had it for a year. In fact, I think I still have it in my basement. But never had a red ring of death or anything like that. And then, um, yeah, moved on to Xbox One and uh, Switch. And uh, Switch is pretty much my uh, my main gig right now as far as where I play most of my games. But uh, I will tell you, uh, Schiff, uh, just earlier this week, uh, I have been pricing out uh, potentially buying a Steam Deck. Yeah, see, that's that's a dangerous path. I'd, I'd be injecting like some heroin into me. Um, I know. But those Steam Decks are a lot of fun from what I've seen. Uh, and for l- listeners that don't know, Steam Decks are basically like... Um, like it's a like, switch, it's like a big boy switch, basically. Except for you can play as as the name says, your Steam games on them, uh, which right. is PC games. And um, yeah, that that those are a lot of fun. I see. Uh, I got a couple friends that have them. Um, yeah. They're also big PC gamers as well. But you can, I think, you can emulate on them as well, which you is sure very can, you cool. sure can, which is very dangerous. <laughs> well, I mean, I do, I do have I have a Steam library. It probably has like maybe twenty games on it. But obviously, if I get one of those, it would be more. But for <laughs> me, it's like you slap a micro SD card in there, and then you start playing fucking you know Super Nintendo, and you'll never see my ass again. Yeah, and that, this is how I know that Suzo is a big gamer. He messaged. Uh, uh, we have a video game chat, and uh, if you want to be added to it, just let us know. Uh, he messaged me. Here's how I knew he was big. He was playing a power washing simulator. <laughs> But it was before it became big because then, like, I'm reading Twitter and people are like, I can't get it off this power washing simulator. And somehow I was like, I knew about this game fucking two weeks ago. So, like, before, like, everyone was playing it big and I was like, first episode, I got to have Sousa on. I know he's a big gamer like me. Um, So, Sousa, uh, we'll do this real quick. Uh, I know it's going to be hard. 
give me your top three to five video games and we can play them off of each other. Like my number one's Mass Effect Two. Like I love that game. Mm-hmm. That's my number one, despite all the Destiny I've played. What's your number one? So uh, I, I made a list when you asked me this earlier today, and I now see that the list has six. So uh, <laughs> apparently I can't fucking count either. It's a tie for fifth. <laughs> right. So, and it, it's real tough, but I think, and if you ask me again tomorrow, it's probably going to change, but I think my number one game is probably Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, that's a very good game. For did me. You, did you ever play Underground? I did you play Underground. You have your own story. I remember I beat, it was, uh, I beat that game. It was a lot of fun. So it's it's interesting because I feel like if you ask a lot of people, they say three because three is the one that adds the revert and it was the first PS2 uh, Tony Hawk, I think. But oh. for two, two is the one that added the manual. And I just I sunk so much goddamn time into that game. <laughs> the, the soundtrack is still burned into my brain. I, I was listening to fucking Anthrax and Public Enemy earlier today. That song fired up. <laughs> In my that, car. So that, that's amazing. Like, uh, you know, because my, my number two, you know, I'm sitting here trying to think. And, and like you said, it could switch on a daily basis. But I, I'm going to go with um, Pokemon Heart Gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's everything that Gold and Silver and Crystal did on Game Boy. But it's so much better on the on the 3DS. And it's actually the game that got me back into Pokemon. Me and another mm-hmm. friend, uh, Mike Roach. Shout out to you, Mike. We would play the hell out of these games and like. We, we were in fantasy baseball together because, like, we're not only nerds when it comes to, like, video games. We're nerds when it comes to sports, too. And one of the Holtley com- contested trades, even to this day, gets brought up, was he traded me some players. I traded him some players. But he also threw some Pokemon on top of it that I didn't have <laughs> to balance out the trade. Right. So, like like I said, it, it's been 10 years. And it's still, like, you remember when Scott traded Josh Johnson for, you know, four Pokemon? And I was like, I got a player back. I can't remember. I think it was Carl Crawford. But, you know. Instead of player just, to be named, it's Pokemon to be named later. Yeah, exactly. So, and I needed them to, you know, I gotta gotta catch them all. Uh, so, Susan, what's your number two? Uh, see, this is where it gets tough because uh, I I didn't number my list, so I'm just looking at my list here, and it's like, oh boy. But I think I think I'm gonna go GTA Five at number Ooh, two. That that's a very good game. I uh, I I bought that game twice because I had the 360 version. <laughs> And then when I bought an Xbox One, I bought it again because it was on sale on Amazon for like 20 bucks and played it, played through it again. Oh, God, I, I can't get enough of that game. Just the way they have all three characters like and mesh with one another. It's just it's so good. And uh, oh. I don't know how they go up from GTA 5 if and when a GTA 6 comes because it's going to be insane. Well, shit, Sousa, I bought that. I bought that game for the PS3 and I have a PS5 now. Right. And it's like. I'm not going to buy it again just because, like, I'm like, I can't. Like, I I do remember that was one of the first times I dealt with online gaming where some kid threatened to murder me and my family because I kept killing him on GTA Online. And that's the thing, too. I never messed with the online stuff. I strictly played the single player for GTA 5. The story story in that in in GTA is amazing. Um, So my number three um, is Batman uh, Arkham City. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I I went to uh, you know I catch hell because I go to movies when they release on Thursdays. I went to the midnight <laughs> release for Arkham City at GameStop just so I can oh, go home and play it. I was working three to eleven at the time. Got off work, drove to GameStop, waited like twenty minutes, got it, drove home, played it like three or four in the morning, and then I was just blown away with it. And that's a game that I had on the three sixty mm. and bought the special edition. And like I have like the Batman like. 
statue or some shit, which I'm a sucker for those like uh, pre-order stuff. And then I just have them, like yeah. around my house because I'm a, a lunatic. <laughs> but what, what's your number three? Oh, my number three is a game that you can uh, still currently play today, and that is Rocket League. Uh, I, Perfect drunk game. I have sunk so much time into Rocket League, and that is a game I really didn't start playing until the pandemic when I was stuck at home and had nothing to do and couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and I just sunk so much fucking time into Rocket League. It was like a very much just like turn my fucking brain off and just play type of thing. Like the matches are super quick. You can get in and out of a match in five minutes. So if you only have like a half hour, you can still play it. It's not like Call of Duty where a Call of Duty match can last like 10, 20 minutes or something like that. So yeah, and it's free to play. So there's no reason why you shouldn't play it now. Yeah, it, it's so much fun. Um, and like like I said, it's the perfect game. If you want to have a couple of drinks, just get on like a, a a chat with your friends. Like now they have like the discord chat where you can just hop in and do it. Or yeah. if you, or if you have the same console, like with that, uh, just a hell of a game. I've, you know, woken up friends, wives, cause me and my friends are yelling over <laughs> our speaker just because we won a game or had like a ridiculous stop. Mm-hmm. So, so my number four, I'm going to say NCAA, I believe it's 12. The last one that they released. Mm-hmm. Just because that game was perfect, you could do everything. It sadly was on the PS3 and not the PS4, but it was the recruiting. Like I said, me and my friends would do dynasties back before online play was anything. We'd go to my friend's house, stay up all night, just playing dynasty. Where we would just recruit players and then simulate the week, and then be like, "Oh, look how good at recruiting we are!" Uh, just so much fun. I love those. I love the NCAA series. I'm so happy it's coming back. Sadly, it got delayed from 2023 to 2024 earlier this year, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I hope that EA Sports doesn't just make it a Madden clone because that would greatly upset me. So yeah. uh, what, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is a bit of a weird one. It is a uh, it is a game for the Sega Genesis. Uh, it is Toe Jam and Earl. Have you ever played Toe Jam and Earl, the original I've, one? Not. I've not played it, but I have heard of it. All right. It's 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 kind of uh, it's almost like a roguelike kind of where you there's a bunch of levels and you're basically you're either toe jam or, or Earl and you're walking around this level and you're looking for like ship pieces, you know, and not every I think it's it's 25 levels. It's 10 ship pieces, something like that. So not every level has one. And it's fully there's a fixed world where it's all set, but there's also a randomized world where it's totally random. So you have no idea where each ship piece is going to be. And man, I, I've played I currently uh, because it's on the uh, the Sega Genesis gimmick on Nintendo Switch. Uh, I currently have a game saved where I am on the eighth world of that oh. game as we speak. I started playing it a couple weeks ago again because it's very good. It's just it's it's another one of those games. It's just you're walking around. I turn my brain off. You're picking up these presents that give you like power ups. There's enemies you have to avoid. It's just if you've never uh, played it, give it a shot. Uh, don't play the second one. It's terrible. Play the first one. So, so I googled that while you're speaking, and they're making a movie. It was announced in December 2022, and it's being written by the Hotel Transylvania Four writers, and it's going to be on Amazon and Steph Curry's production company. That is a mad lib. <laughs> what you just said. I I know. I was looking at it, and I was like, "The hell is going on?" But that game looks like a lot of fun. I will say the 90s had a bunch of like, like that's when the video games are really taking off, especially in America, and like they just these random ass games like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of the rapper 
it was the rapper one for PlayStation, like Papa. Oh, Parappa. That was the first play, that was the first PlayStation game I ever had. Yeah, Parappa, which uh, sounds like a fever dream, but it was actually real. <laughs> I was told about this when I was visiting a friend. He's like, "Did you ever play that game?" I was like, "Hell no! I never even heard of that game till thirty seconds ago." I I bet I still have my copy somewhere here. <sighs> God, see, I, and that's one thing. Like, uh, I used to like just sell my games and. Um, my consoles but then i had a roommate who had kept all of his stuff and it like sort of was like i need to start doing that so like i've been doing that so like i have like all my 3ds's and like because yeah like some of them broke or you know i would buy them used and just hope for the best type deal so um like i I don't have absolutely everything but i have a lot of uh, stuff still that's awesome i have my first playstation i don't have any of the cords i just have the console yeah i I think i still have i have most of my consoles i even have uh, my parents' Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh, that's that's sick. With with a bunch of games complete in the box with the instruction manuals and everything. It is, uh, ET part of that. Uh, no, unfortunately. Oh! <laughs> I was like, say that's awesome. <laughs> they were one of the few that bought it. Uh, <laughs> so number five, with me, I probably should put Destiny on there. To be honest, because uh, I put like time sunk on Destiny dot com. Tom wasted mm-hmm. on Destiny, and it's just a ridiculous amount. Now, I love <laughs> those games, but I really want to put on Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, that's a good one. That game was so much fun. Um, I know Ubisoft's been trying to make a Skull and Bones game where you just, you know, you're on a sh- uh, you're on a pirate ship, but that's been pushed like four or five times now. Mm-hmm. Who knows if it's even coming out this year, but Black Flag for me, is like the highlight of uh, Assassin's Creed. That used to be a series that I would get every year when it came out. And then I got burned with it on Unity. And I didn't buy another one again until I saw like Origins on sale for $10. And yeah. bought Origins and played the hell out of that. Then I played, bought Valhalla. Because uh, I was a little intoxicated after the Super Bowl last year or two <laughs> years ago. And um, bought it and I played like an hour of it. I was like, this ain't the same. So, yeah. That's how I felt. What was the Roman one? It came out before Valhalla. Was that Odyssey? Is that what it was called? Yes. I bought, no, I bought that was one. When I played, not Origins. Odyssey. Yeah. And I played I bought, I, I bought that one, and kind of like you, I played maybe two hours of it and bounced right off and never went back to it. That That's just the way those games are. They're usually like really hit or miss, and they suck me in. But like... And it takes that game took so fucking long to get started too. The game's like fifty hours long, and you spend in the first three hours doing two tutorial shit. Like I don't, I don't have time for this. That well, you, you know what it is, Susa. Uh, I I picked up Odyssey during the pandemic. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> your your yeah. Rocket League was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. God. Yes. So, um, why don't you give me your five and six? Uh, so uh, five and six for me. Uh, the original Punch Out on Nintendo, uh, a game I I probably I didn't play until probably five or six years ago, something like that. And I mean, just immediately got sucked in. It's kind of um. It's almost like a puzzle game where you're basically just trying to figure out these patterns of these gargantuan human beings trying to knock your head off. And it's just it's a ton of fun. I've gotten to Tyson, I think, once and uh, promptly got destroyed. But goddamn, that game gets hard fast. It's but it's it's just it's one of those games. It's just a ton of fun to throw on every now and then. It's just it's super fun. I love that game. And then uh, for me, uh, number six is probably going to be Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that on was, the N64, right? No, that was this Odyssey is the Switch one. The Switch one, okay. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the first Switch game I had, and 
I I didn't quite hundred percent it, but I came damn close, and I never hundred percent games, so I just I couldn't. Uh, that game I had the physical copy. Uh, that game didn't leave my Switch for a very long time. So yeah, it's one of those games. Every now and then I'll just fire up and go back to and screw around for a little bit because I just love walking around in that world and seeing everything. The, the, that, yeah, I, I completely understand that. And you said something that uh, is leading to my next question with 100%. So um, are you a trophy hunter? Uh, and trophy hunting, for those that don't know, is, you know, um, Switch really doesn't do it. But I know Steam does, Xbox mm. and PlayStation, where they have, like, you, you know, you get trophies or achievements for doing certain things in the game. Most of the trophies are, like, you beat the game, you got halfway through the game. Others are, like, in the Harry Potter game was... One of these trophies are you got to use a spell to flip a cow over ten times. <laughs> yes, I did that. Just in case you guys are wondering, so like it, it so like you use flipendo ten times. So, are you a trophy hunter, or do you just play the game your way? Uh, now uh, because uh, I have less time, I am very much just play the game my way. But like when the trophy thing first started, like in the 360 era, I, I definitely got into it for a bit uh, because I also had uh, oodles of free time to spend uh, doing all this bullshit to get achievements. And I think when the 360 first came out, didn't you used to get something if you got all the achievements? Like they used to give you like a discount in the store or something like that. Am I correct with that? I, I, I don't know, um, but that. It wouldn't surprise me if they did that. Just like so I, I think you, I think you'd be able to like redeem some of your point, your gamer score or whatever, and get like a discount or something. So that sounds right because like why would, else would you have a gamer score type deal? Right. I mean, and look, I was a cheap bastard back then, so anything that could get me a game for cheaper, I was doing. So I was a broke ass college student, <laughs> high school student. Yeah, it, it's just amazing. Like you know, I look at all like when I had this ample opportunity of time and like i'll open up a closet and i have like all these ps3 and ps4 games and now it's like i've got like three games like yes destiny has consumed me so is hogwarts legacy but like i right. bought cyberpunk for ten dollars i still <laughs> haven't even opened it because like this was when cyberpunk was bad so i was like they'll turn it around which right. supposedly they have which i plan on like playing at some point mm -hmm. i always joke and be like i just need to be fired or like COVID needs to hit again, so I get all the sample time to play. COVID-20, COVID let's go. Yeah, like, you know, we had, like, all these podcasts. I mean, I started podcasting in, in 2020, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, are you playing anything now besides the uh, power washing game? Uh, I actually, uh, weirdly enough, I fell off the power washing game because uh, it became, uh, as much as I enjoyed it, It that's all that game is. <laughs> and. <laughs> so, look, some of these levels are very big, and it's kind of it, it got to a point of uh, tedium because they were very big. Like I feel like that game, and it has multiplayer, but I feel like that is a game that is perfect for like getting four people just cleaning shit up. Whereas with one person, uh, it takes fucking forever to finish a level. I'll say. But uh, as for right now, uh, I actually I fell off Rocket League for a bit, and I actually picked it back up recently, and uh, so I've I've been pretty heavily into that. Uh, I bought the uh, Metroid Prime remaster on the uh, Switch, Ooh, and I heard and that is very good. That is very good. It's 
it, it has like a, a modern control scheme as opposed to the and I think you can play it with the original control scheme it had on GameCube too but uh, it has a modern one so it's more like a normal uh, first person shooter and goddamn that game is so good it's and I'm not I'm not a huge first person shooter player either but goddamn that game is it's just so fun to and the lock on feels great when you're locking on these enemies and just fucking them up uh, it's so it's just a ton of fun to go through that and uh yeah that's that's pretty much my main stuff uh when they put out the um the uh game boy and game boy advanced uh stuff on switch i played through some of those uh what the hell was it super mario land 2 i think it was on the game boy i played through that but that game is like two hours long i think i played through it in like on a friday night and was done with it so but yeah that's as far as that uh that's pretty much it for me right now yeah i really hope they expand that uh game boy and game boy advance section like Mm -hmm. there's they're doing a um a pokemon um like you know they how PlayStation has like the state of play. They have like a Pokemon one, and Nintendo does one. But they're having a Pokemon one um, actually next Thursday, mm-hmm. so I'm real interested to see where they go with that. Like I'm sure it'll be DLC for the two new games, but they might announce some other stuff. But um, getting, getting some uh, the speaking of video game news, PSVR two just just has been released. I have some friends that picked it up. I'm not personally a big fan of VR. Um, because I look at the graphics and to be honest, it looks like I'm playing like a PlayStation. <laughs> I'd much rather just sit on my couch than have like this weird goggle thing. I gotta right. have like my hand, you know, like, but I, I just, I, it's just not for me. It may mm. be in the future. What are your thoughts on VR? Cause it seems like they're trying to like, it's like fetch, uh, try not to make fetch happen, but they're trying to yeah. to make VR happen. Yeah. <laughs> It's very weird because I feel like there was there was a stretch there and like when did the first one come out like 2017 2018 something like that yeah I, I feel like there was a stretch there where VR was all you heard about as far as gaming goes and then it just fucking disappeared and you hadn't heard about it for years and then all of a sudden hey we're doing PSVR two like what why <laughs> like you know it felt like it was out of the public consciousness for a while but. I so I actually put on a, a, a PS. My nephew got a PSVR, uh, the the first one, for uh, for Christmas this past Christmas, and threw it on for the first time. And I, I think it's one of those things like it's it's neat to kind of fuck around with for a little bit. But like, would I want to play like a full life, uh, full length rather game in VR? No, I don't want to wear that fucking headset for like six eight hours to play. I think they uh, there was a Half-Life game that came out on one of the VR headsets, and it's like, that game's probably like 10 hours long, and I don't want to wear a VR headset for 10 hours. I just don't, so. Yeah, and, and as I mentioned, like, Sony had a state of play today, and they let off with announcing five VR games. So, like, they're mm-hmm. obviously sinking money into this. And, you know, I'm a, I, I, out of the tube, I'll, you know, I, Switch is like its own thing. Like, I don't count, like... Nintendo probably hates that, but Nintendo's like more handheld of the consoles. I consider Xbox and PlayStation and mm-hmm. I'm more of like Sony. So I would, I, I just, it's just not for me. Now it may be at a certain point, but it's just something I can't get into unless it's like ready player one. If it's like ready player one, I'm in, <laughs> but you know, with this, you know, crappy graphics it's just not for me mm-hmm. but uh since you're since you have a switch uh some big news for you 
Uh, Activision announced that Call of Duty and Nintendo Switch will be coming out for the next 10 years. And the way they phrased this, they said it will be released on the Nintendo Switch and other Nintendo platforms for the next 10 years. So this is a little two-parter. What are your thoughts on that? And do you think we get a Switch 2 or a brand new Nintendo console? I know I just said they weren't really consoles. Console, handheld thing in the Mm. coming years. So the Call of Duty thing I think is interesting because if you look at like Call of Duty on Xbox or PlayStation, that game is like well over 100 gigs at this point. And I'd be very surprised if Nintendo puts a game that's that big on their console. Because, first of all, the Switch internal memory isn't huge. You have to have a micro SD card in it. So I'm wondering if... So there's a phone version of Call of Duty. So I I wonder if the Switch version version ends up just being a port of the phone one. And they kind of, you know, they take out some of the free-to-play stuff. Because I think Call of Duty Mobile is free-to-play. So I I wonder if it kind of becomes something like that. Because, I don't know, I feel like it's a big ask for the Switch to have, like, a 100-gigabyte game on there. And and my other fear with that, too, is, like, it's probably going to look like shit <laughs> if they take the 100-gig one and throw it on the Switch. If they got to compress it down to, like, 20 gigs or whatever, I think there's a... I think you lose something with that. Because Call of Duty, like, it's, it's not my favorite game by any stretch, but it always looks great. So uh, that would be my big concern. And as far as a new Switch, so... I was always thinking that when they announced the new Zelda, because there's a new Zelda coming out, Tears of the Kingdom, I think it's called. Yes, yes, this this May. I was under the impression that they were going to do either a new Switch or a more powerful version of the current Switch with that. So uh, that's kind of weird to me, because I don't know if you played uh, any Breath of the Wild, but... When when that game first came out, it was kind of rough at launch. Like, some parts of it kind of chugged. And, I mean, you're talking, that was, what, 2017? So now you're five, six years later. And it's I'm assuming the new Zelda is going to look better. And, you know, is the performance going to still be the same? So, like, I, I was expecting some form of, like, a new... Uh, either a Switch 2 or a more like a almost like a Switch Pro type of thing. Like I was expecting something like that, and I'm I'm kind of surprised they're not doing that. But I mean, we'll see. Maybe it runs better, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like Hogwarts Legacy is coming out for the Switch in July because like they got to get like the graphics and everything like set up so it doesn't right mess up. And like they had issues with Witcher Game of the Year Edition oh, when yeah. it came out as well. So like. And, you know, Switch has been around for a couple of years. Like, you know, we got the new Xbox and the new PlayStation. So, like, it might be end of life. And, like, as we've seen, Nintendo does things on their... You think they're going to zig and they zag. So, Nintendo's... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have faith in them. I love them. Like, you know, I, I you know, I talked about playing Super Nintendo, having a Game Boy, D, DS, 3DS, Switch. Yep. So, like, yep. you know, I'll be there because they make Pokemon. Like, like I said, I'm obsessed. But, um... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I mentioned the state of play earlier, and we finally got some gameplay footage of um, a game I'm personally looking forward to, uh, Rocksteady's game. that They've been working on this for, I think, five or six years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suic- uh, sorry. Uh, Suicide, Le- Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. So they got some gameplay. It's not a... Um, it's a co-op game. And it looks like they 
will have some type of battle pass, which has people upset, but it, they're saying it's just for cosmetics. So, mm-hmm. like, but that could be like other uniforms and everything. And I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm sure I'll pick it up and play with some friends because one, me and one of my best friends both love the Arkham games. So, yeah, it it it's sad to see, but they've also been this is the only thing they've been working on for so long. So I'm really looking forward to it, and it's still set in that Arkham universe. They were yep. actually able to get Kevin Conroy, and his last time he voiced Batman is going to be in this. Oh wow! So, huh. Yeah. So like, it'll be a fun game. I. I believe it's i think for ps5 and um and the and the xbox maybe the ps4 i'm, I'm not sure but um mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it should be a lot of fun that comes out in may but uh that that would be for uh for may's episode of this uh play while you listen this we are about to go down the release dates i've got from gamerant.com for the release for the games that are being released in uh march are you ready Susa? Let's do it. All right. The first game is Wolong Fallen Dynasty coming out March 3rd on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and the PC. This looks like it's um, – it's. I'm just going to read the description. Is a, It's a dramatic action-packed story of a nameless militia soldier fighting for survival in the dark fantasy version of the later Han Dynasty where demons plague the Three Kingdoms. Players fight off deadly creatures and enemy soldiers using swordplay based on Chinese martial arts, attempting to overcome the odds by awakening the true power from within. Not going to lie, sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game, Melon Journey, Bittersweet Memories for the PC. <laughs> That's a great name. It's amazing. Um, it looks like it's a uh, like a Stardew Valley type game mm-hmm. because uh, a brand new story exploration game from developer Froach Club, Melon Journey, Bittersweet Memories puts you square in the shoes of Honeydew as they search for their friend in a town full of adorable animals with eccentric personalities. Yet under the sweet surface lies a tale of crime and corruption. Where did Cantaloupe disappear to? Is the Cavity crew as dangerous as the Captain Hamley believes? How does Kitten King fit into Hogtown struggles? Susan, I might buy this game for you so you can tell me about it. But um, <laughs> it, I watched the trailer for this, and the trailer has, like, Pokemon Red graphics. Like, that's what it looked like. Oh, it, was very, it was very odd. Um, and then we have, uh, like I said, like, uh, the, with uh, the shooters, like, Destiny has seasons. Uh, Fortnite has seasons. You know, Apex Legends has seasons. And March 7th, for PC and Xbox, Halo Infinite Season 3 starts. I know there's some controversy with that because the publisher said they weren't going to make any more halo games for the foreseeable future so that's interesting um and i'll stop after this game cart rider drift uh it's coming out for playstation and xbox drift is a free-to-play cross-platform cart racer with arcade thrills and fastest drift field skilled competition with deep cart and character customization and stunning high definition fun and chaos awaits you on the track so, Susa, out of those four games that I mentioned, any sticking out to you that you may pick up? Uh, so that Woe Long game, I, I've read a little bit about, and it looks pretty interesting. It looks kind of like you're, uh, like a third-person action game. So I'm, I'm always interested in those type of games where you just, you know, you're walking around and you're fucking people up. So I'm always interested in that. Uh, Halo Infinite, I'll tell you, that is a game that just came and went. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a lot of buzz around that game before it came out and then it came out and now you're hearing nothing about it except negative shit. So, yeah. And 
you know, so like, you know, I love Destiny. Like, I have like, you know, art from Destiny. Like, I got all the stuff, and it's like, you know, that was made by Bungie, and Bungie initially created Halo, and it's like, it definitely seems like Halo might have peaked with Bungie. Um, oh, yeah. as, sad, as sad as it say, I will say, Cart Rider Drift sounds like it could be fun, fun because free to play and cross platform. Like, right. you know, That's... you get. That's the thing. I, I feel like if you're a kart racer at this point and you're trying to compete with Mario Kart, you got to be free to play. Yeah. And you could start drinking and just tons of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to lead through uh, the next the next couple of games. Uh, IB come out for the Switch March 9th. A young girl named Ivy visits an art gallery with her friends while pursuing the various works of art. Ivy suddenly realizes she is alone. As he searches for someone, anyone else, the museum begins to change. A 2D exploration game set in a creepy, mysterious art gallery. Inspect the area around you, discovering items and disarming traps to find your way out of the strange gallery. That sounds pretty fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, here's uh, Ani, Road to the, high, the Midas Ani. The story takes place on Kizajima, a small island in the middle of the ocean. Here it is said the power that lies dormant within the local demon spirits can be drawn out by challenging them to trials, where ancient de- demons were once defeated by Montaro are summoned to battle. However, few have ever returned from Kizajima alive. Kuda, the protagonist, is the only survivor of the Demon King's army that faced Mamotero in, in battle. He, he and Kasmaru. Yep. A mysterious spirit that lives on Kisajima team up to take on challenges in all shapes and sizes. It sounds like a lot of these games like saw the success of Ghost of Tsushima and was yep. just like, hey, here we here we go. People like ninjas, as it turns out. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um <laughs> so and the next game we have coming up is a remaster of a game that I remember reading about in video game magazines. Do you remember mm. them? Uh video game magazine, Susa? What's a magazine? I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. This is coming out for the PS4, the PS5, the Xbox One, the Xbox Series, the Switch, and the PC. It's a survival horror game, so I know Jake's in. Um, developed by Techno, Nintendo SPD, Grasshopper, the fourth installment in the Fatal Frame series, and the first one on the Nintendo console. It was released in 2008 by Nintendo for the Wii in Japan. So it's like we're finally getting a worldwide release 15 years afterwards. It's mm-hmm. this is very strange. And um the last last game before before we take a pause here, uh it's a P Blinder virtual reality game where it's nineteen twenty-eight and you've been fleeing the firing squad for over the decade, and like you turn to infamous crime boss Tommy Shelley, played by Silly Murphy for help, you become embroiled in the hunt for Winston Churchill's red box. A briefcase to contain the identity of every British agent around the globe. As you're drawn deeper into England's criminal underworld, you find yourself at kebab shops. Sorry, I didn't say that. You find yourself at war again. <laughs> once again. Enemy, enemy factions are closing in, and they want all want the box for power, for money, and the chance to bring the countries to its knees. Keep your wits about you as your simmering tensions explode in the tense action, spike the odds, and bring back the box by order of the Peaky Blinders. This just seems like they're taking advantage of the success of the TV show, which I, I've yep. never seen. Yep. So that uh, most of those games suck. I mean, look at the Saw game that came out. Oh, uh, God. Just horrible TV to video game adaptions. Um, so I'm not going to lie. Uh, the game that I would check out at least for would probably be Ivy. 
uh, I, I LB or IB, um, the 2D Switch. Um, any, any for you? Yeah, I've always I've never played one of those, but I've always been interested in those Fatal Frame games where you're you're killing uh, ghosts and demons with your fucking haunted camera. And the fact that it's made by uh, Grasshopper, uh, Grasshopper, I believe, also makes the uh, the No More Heroes games. I don't know if you've ever played those. Those are on Switch. Those are a ton of fun. They're like they're like batshit insane action games. They're super fun. So the fact that it's made by them is kind of cool. So I I might have to check this one out now that it's coming to uh, current stuff. Yeah, it's so so crazy that it's you know 15 years later we're finally getting the release. Right. All right. All right. Uh, we got a couple more games. We're finally in the middle of the month. Uh, DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos. PC, uh, PS4, 5, Switch, and the Xboxes. Um, March 10th, Unite Against Chaos in the all-new adventure game where the Justice League goes head-to-head with Mr. Mixelplix, a powerful prankster from the fifth direction. Have the freedom to play your way in action-packed missions, grueling fights, and daring challenges. I will say, as someone who's a DC fan, I will be staying away from this game. It looks like it's more towards kids, Mm -hmm. so uh, not for me. And uh, the next game we have is Valheim, which is an Xbox exclusive, and it's dropping March 14th. And I've seen some previews for this. It looks a lot of fun. It will probably not push me towards getting an Xbox, even though I have no room for it. <laughs> but um, it's a game that's already been released for Steam. And it's uh, it was released in Steam in 2021, but finally coming to Xbox in 2023. But um, it's a survival sandbox game. Those are always fun if that's up your alley. Um, and then we have The Legends of Heroes Trails to Azure, which ugh, it's a, a U.S. <laughs> release for a JRPG, a Japanese RPG, which are pretty fun. I enjoyed Nino Kuni when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a sequel set just a few months after the events of Trails from Zero. A temporary peace has settled over Crossbell and this special support section found themselves with newfound fame and status thanks to their heroic actions. And you play through the finale of this cross bell arc. So, like, I'm sure, and you can import save data from your previous games to this. So, you get a different story experience, which is something I really enjoyed with the Mass Effect series. Like, mm-hmm. I played all three of those games, and like, decisions I made in one and two carried over to three. Not as much, but there were some like things that I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look, another VR game from PS The Dark Picture Switch Black. Switchback. Switchback is a VR, is an upcoming rail shooter video game. Oh, it's a spinoff of the D- Dark Pictures Anology and features the players riding a horror-themed roller coaster. I just... No. See, that's what's going to kill VR is right. dumbass games like this. If that game is more than $20, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, it sounds like something me and you made like in between, you know, <laughs> living our life. Um, and then we have Anno 1800, which this game reminds me of Civilization, which I never played. Did you ever play uh, Civ? I played a little bit of, I think it's yeah, the most recent one, and it is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I just know like I would lose my life in it because like uh, for this game, it's just for the new Xbox and PlayStation. Welcome to the dawn and industrial age and the city building real-time strategy game. Experience one of the most exciting and fast-changing periods of all time as you discover new technologies, regions, and societies. Implement your own strategy and build a new world to your design. You can play solo or online mode to play PvP, and they have co-op modes, which, you know, sounds sounds pretty fun. But um, what out of those four... You thinking any? I, I think maybe a hard pass for me. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, Valheim does look interesting. I remember uh, seeing some videos about that one. Uh, the Justice League game, yeah, you're right. It, it does look like a kid's game. Uh, JRPGs, I'm not the biggest fan of. I, I, it's more of a time thing than anything. I just don't have the fucking time for them. Oh, yeah, those are time sucks. The last one I played was that uh, Live Alive that came out on Switch, and I really enjoyed that one. But again, I never finished it because you have to have, you know, 100 hours of spare time to finish these fucking things but yeah. uh, i i enjoyed my time with that but uh yeah uh, a hard pass for me from this uh, grouping here yeah not not a, not a good spot for us and this leads us uh to uh you know the a wwe 2k23 it's coming out on pc ps4 xbox one everything you notice no switch release for this which i think is telling from the la- we- the last uh, they oh, what was the last one they put on was it 19 I think so, and it was a fucking... I never played it. I only saw videos of it online on Twitter, but it looked like it was a fucking disaster, <laughs> so... Yeah, it, it looked terrible, but, um, you know, I, I used to get these wrestling games every year, and the last one I got was when Sting finally debuted, so I didn't have to download him or create him, but <laughs> that, was the, that was the last one I got. I think Cena was on the cover of that, but um, I will say they added War Games, which is pretty cool, and... Mm-hmm. They did the the roster release. They have my GM mode, which is which is pretty fun. Um, right. I remember playing that for I think SmackDown vs Raw 2007. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you you know what you're getting if you get this game. Um, right. You like game, to think you like to think that because they skipped last year that they've worked out a lot of the bugs, but we'll see. Yeah, and this game has turned in from a fall release to a March release for WrestleMania season which is actually pretty smart um yeah that, that's that when, makes that makes perfect sense because also when you're releasing in the fall it would get lost with madden and like the nba games and all that stuff um at least from my perspective mm-hmm. uh next up we have bayonetta origins uh Ceriza and the lost demon just coming out on switch um are you are you a big fan of these bayonetta games i know like their puzzle stories like some fighting um a lo- it's I I loved Bayonetta two. I I think Bayonetta two. I haven't played three yet. Three just came out uh, late last year, but uh, it's just a insane, chaotic, crazy as hell action adventure game. And they're they're super fun. Like you have to use like these fucking Mortal Kombat type com- combos to do stuff. And there there's just like it's so much happening on the screen. It's like a fever dream. It, it's crazy. Like it works well for my ADD brain. Just all the shit that's happening on the screen at one time. So yeah, Bayonetta two is super fun. So, you, so it'll be added to your switch list, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, probably. I I may give this one a look because it looks interesting to me. I, I will say this next game I have uh, actually sounds interesting for me, and I may pick it up for the switch. It's called Remnant from the Ashes. Um, mm-hmm. It's a third person survival action shooter set in a post apocalyptic world. Check check. Overrun by monstrous creatures. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you'll set out a alone or alongside up to two other players to face down deadly enemies and retake what was lost. 100 varieties of enemies, 20 epic bosses, and endless possible combat scenarios. It's going to take everything you got to make it out alive, which is actually a pretty good tagline. So and, I'm pretty sure that that is out on either PS4 or PS5. And oh, I really? Th- I, I think so. You may want to double check that. It's I think I'm pretty sure it's out on Steam, and it's been out for a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. I will check it out. Might be might be cheaper on the PS4. Yeah. Um, and Sousa, this game sounds a lot of fun uh, that I'm about to describe. Like, I may, like, if they ever have a Switch deal, I'm going to buy this. It's called Have a Nice Death. Mm-hmm. 
Have a Nice Death is a 2D action roguelike where you play as an overworked death whose employees have run rampant, completely thrown off the balance of souls and his vacation plans. In order to restore order, you'll have to grab your trusty scythe and show your employees who's boss. This reminds me from what you described ToeJam and Earl as. Yeah, uh, I've been following this game, actually, because it looks like a ton of fun. There's a couple of trailers out there. It looks like, I don't know, did you ever play Dead Cells? No, I did not. I remember watching trailers for it, but I did not watch it. That. It reminds me a lot of that, like that style. It's a roguelike. It's like that style of roguelike game, and uh, those are some of my favorite games. I just love playing roguelikes. Uh, Dead Cell. I honestly, I could have put Dead Cells on the list of my favorite games. I didn't even think of it until right now because I, I fucking love that game so much. Like games like that and Hades, and yeah. So this is right up my alley. Yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. And if, it, if I see it like for like $20, I'm, I'm definitely like just scooping it up. Um, I, th- I think it's releasing at either 20 or 25 So. Oh, perfect. Well, there you go. I guess yeah. I'll be getting that March 22nd. Yep. And, and then we have a Storyteller, which is Switch and PC. It's a puzzle video game. Um, not much is known about it. I couldn't really find much. But um, coming out March 23rd, I'm not much of a puzzle guy. It always pisses me off in video games when I have to do puzzles. It shows you how stupid I am. <laughs> but um, yeah, so going with those, you know, after we had a ho-hum, like, amount of video games, middle of the month, Sousa, looking pretty damn good just for video games. Uh, which one would you choose from right there? I know, like, I threw out four out, like, five of them right there, but, and we decided maybe three of them were good. Which one would you buy? Yeah, kind of a loaded uh, couple of days here, but I I will tell you I am absolutely going to buy Have a Nice Death. So that Perfect. is absolutely that is absolutely happening day one. So awesome. And then uh, you know we're getting in the back end of the month, and it we got some major releases here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Resident Evil Four, which is the remake of Resident Evil, which came out on the GameCube all the way back in 05. Tons of fun. I think I I played this game at a buddy's house who had a GameCube. I'm a big fan of Resident Evil. I mean, I say that, but I haven't played that many of them. I just remember (laughs) playing one through three and being scared shitless. Like my dad, my dad was playing the first one and the the four boys would be huddled around him watching on like, you know, the shitty PlayStation graphics and being terrified. And this is before we had Internet. He went and bought a Prima strategy guide just so we could figure out how to beat it. So. I, I love those video games, the movies. Uh, least said about that, the better. I don't know. How you, <laughs> not so much. No. I don't know how you fuck up the source material, not once but twice. But they, <laughs> no, they fucked it up three times because they made just, like six of those fucking movies. Well, they made seven movies with Mila Djokovic. They had the new one with the guy who's not Arrow, but oh, his brother. that new that new one was real rough. <laughs> but it looked like it was more true to the games. And then they had the weird movie with um. The weird video, the weird TV show on Netflix. Oh, where God, I forgot about that. Looked so bad that I was like, I watched the one trailer and I was <laughs> like, not for me. But yeah, I just don't understand how you screw it up. But uh, yeah. somehow they have. There's Hollywood for you. Yeah. And um, I'm going to run off the last. Uh, we got six games. Uh, I'm going to break it up by three. Uh, mm-hmm. by, by four. We got seven, four and three. I, I was never a math major. So. <laughs> We got Atella Riza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key, coming out for PS4, 5, PC, and the Switch, March 24th. Riza, 
part of Wu-Tang, maybe. I was going to say, is this a Wu-Tang game? Because now I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, it's R-Y-Z-A. So uh, Riza and her friends are living their lives on Kirkin Island when news of a sudden appearance of a mysterious group of islands in nearby water arrives. To find a way to save her island, Riza and her friends will set off on finals of adventure surrounding the roots of alchemy. The stage for the adventure for this adventure is a vast open field. The field is made up of multiple maps that are connected seamlessly. Enjoy this adventure in a vast lemon field. That is one of the largest of the eight teller series. Another JRPG. Um, Join the Riza and inspect a deck as they try to find the remaining members of the Wu-Tang Clan. I would play that. I'd play the hell out of that. They gotta go to hell to find ODB. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Favorite, come on! Uh, and then uh, EGA uh, Sports PGA Tour uh, comes out March 24th, and this is just uh, on PC, the PS5, and the new Xbox. So they've already moved off of uh, the last gen, which is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. They have the majors in a career mode. I will say, for some reason, after college, I got into playing this PGA Tour game, and like Same. I was playing the I love, I love a good golf I love a good golf game it Always makes ze- it makes zero sense because I have no desire to watch golf or play golf <laughs> same I but I was care. like playing the shit out of that game those um, old Tiger Woods games are so fucking fun yeah they really are so it was like oh my god but I won't check this out like I'm sorry PGA Tour it's just not for me uh and then also March 28th uh we have MLB the show 23 mm-hmm. PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, surprisingly, Xbox. And these games used to be a uh, PlayStation exclusive, but this was open. that was opened up a couple years ago to be mm-hmm. for everyone. Uh, the road of the show is pretty fun, which is basically like my player in NBA. The Dynasty mode is hit or miss, but it's the yearly baseball game. If you're a fan of it, you'll get it. If you're not a fan of baseball, why the hell are you playing this game? <laughs> Oh, there you go. Um, and then we have uh, Last of Us Part One, which is coming on the PC, which was is the re as I have in the notes here. Good God, re re release of the PS3 game with updated graphics. I will say it's hitting at the right time because that new TV right. show is, and it's awesome. So they're actually doing very well with this. Here I get it. It's the other five re releases that <laughs> yeah. problem. Like uh, I, have a, I have a buddy of mine who's like Scott, you need to play this game, and I'm like, what? Well, well, I don't really know which one to buy. And he's like, well, buy the newest one. And it's like $70. And I was like, this goes back to the Grand Theft Auto thing. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait for it to go on sale. Right. And if I do do it, but then it's like, I'm watching the first season. So like, that's the first game. And the second season is going to be the second game. So it's like, do I really need to? But he's like, mm-hmm. you need to. All right. So uh, are, those, are those four? Do you have any? I mean, the only one I may get, I mean, Resident Evil 4. Look, come on. I mean, that game's fucking incredible. The Resident Evil 2 remake is unbelievable. It's so, it was one of my favorite games of the year that, whatever year that came out, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, that looks super interesting. Uh, I'll probably end up buying the show on Switch when it goes on sale like I did last year. I mean, the Switch one when it launched was a little rough, if I remember right, but it eventually got there. I mean, obviously, it didn't look as good as its uh, other counterparts, but it was uh, it was still perfectly playable. So, I mean, I, I may give that a look during during the All-Star break when it's on sale for like $30 or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. And, and the same if... You know, maybe a PGA Tour goes on sale, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play some golf. Here we go. Or the show. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now, Matt, I, I should have sent you this trailer for this. This is. Oh, I I know what this game this is. is. I am this, all the way in on this. 
that was a host mistake. But these last three games, I'm not even going to go with the game I want to talk about first. I'm, we're going to double back to it, okay? Uh, so Dredge uh, comes out for PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, and the Switch. It's a single-player fishing adventure. Sold. With a sinister undercurrent. <laughs> what? What are you... Devilfish. Are you, are we go, uh, fishing for the Loch Ness monster? But it says sell your catch, upgrade your boat, and dredge the depths for long buried secrets. What's so damn sinister about this? Explore a mysterious arch- archipelago and discover why some things are best left forgotten. Like, are we gonna find out like the lead character like drowned his brother to have like this great life or something? You gotta you gotta fish all the way down to the depths of hell and catch that Beelzebass. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I remember I was like, I read it like four times. I was like, speaking of Mad Libs. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then we have Bat Boy, which is not the Bat Boy that used to be on the National Enquirer in the mid-90s. That's Damn cool. it. Um, but Ryosuke isn't just your regular high school kid. He and his fellow sports star friends secretly battle against the evil invading. This sounds like it was on Fox kids uh in the in the <laughs> early 2000s say, i was gonna say this sounds like anime <laughs> yeah uh against the evil invading forces of the board vicious hellbent on hosting sinister athletic events i think that's when the yankees and the red sox play for his own amusement <laughs> ryosuke is a bat boy and it was on this was on kickstarter and is a 2d scroller um huh. i guess if it's on kickstarter there we go and i mean good on them <laughs> yeah I, yeah definitely hey good for you but we're doubling back Susa, because i want everyone to go out of their way to watch this trailer uh-huh. it's called crime boss rock a city comes out march 28th it's just for pc it's gonna be playstation xbox later on i have in my notes here looks back shit insane it has a bunch of leading hollywood actors in this as characters such as michael rooker Chuck Norris, Vanilla Ice, Danny Glover, who Danny Glover looks like he's Lethal Weapon 2 Danny Glover in, yep. this, in this thing. It looks like a GTA Saints Row clone, but like I didn't even see any gameplay. I just saw like the trailer of them talking crazy, and I was like, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> I love and, how van- fucking Vanilla Ice somehow gets in this game. Yeah, like it, it's so, it, and it just looks like it looks like someone was like, I can make a GTA game and like they're like here's like two million dollars and it you know says <laughs> what if Saint what if Saints Row had an insane Hollywood budget? Yeah, and it's like it's you know I'm it it just looks insane and it's set in the nineties and it definitely looks like it's set in like Miami but it's Rocky City, right. um, but. Like it's it's a first person shooter, but it uh yeah it, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I just hope you could play as Vanilla Ice because that would be very uh, funny. That would be very funny to me. Michael Madsen's one of the characters in it. Like yeah, yeah, God. And Chuck Norris is the sheriff. Well, like, of course. I mean, <laughs> surprised he's not a fucking Texas Ranger. Yeah, like uh, it, it's gonna be insane. We like, can't call him Walker. We'll call him Crawler or something. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it just looks amazing. And that 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 closes us out on our the first uh, of the March of twenty twenty three and our 
very first episode of Play While You Listen. Um, Matt, before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can find me on the North-South Connection on the Extreme Three-Way Dance, where we are going through uh, the world of extreme championship wrestling. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, we are uh, the November to Remember episode should be out, and we're getting close to closing out 1997, so uh, big stuff going on there. Uh, there's a, our new show on uh, the North-South Connection, GC Dub, colon, a game-changing podcast, where we go through... Uh, the world of Game Changer Wrestling. We basically, uh, kind of like this show, actually, but for GCW, we're, we're talking about uh, previous uh, previous results. We're uh, going over some of the matches that are upcoming. So that's uh, myself and Jennifer Smith on that one. And that's that comes out uh, Wednesdays on the North-South Connection. Uh, there's also uh, video versions of both of those podcasts. If uh, for some reason you want to stare at me when I talk about these things. but uh, So, uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, listen to everything on all the feeds, on the wrestling feed. I do uh, a bunch of stuff on the wrestling feed. Uh, we're both on YouTube Roulette, Highway to the Impact Zone. So all kinds of good stuff across all of the feeds. And uh, So listen to all of it or else... Uh, uh, something will happen. Uh, you can we'll, find send, we'll send uh, Sheriff Norris after you. Absolutely. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at msusa1991. Yeah, and as Susa said, uh, you know, we, we do YouTube roulette together. You can find me on Traders of the Lost Ark. I, um, it's a comic book podcast here on the Place to Be Pop Feed. I look forward to doing this uh, podcast play while you listen more and i can be found on twitter at scott underscore shooklet and if you want to add me on psn uh scott you 89 thank you and uh, have a good day